Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, hey everybody. And today, uh, we're dropping, all, we're just doing at, uh, initialisms. That's it. This is TMNT. Mm-hmm. You better know what it stands for. Yeah, they never tell you. Yeah. It's I don't think assume. they actually drop the title at I don't all. Think they, well, I don't think they've ever called themselves like state open or no they have yes they did it's in three yeah Yeah. we're turtles of the the teenage mutant variety yeah but uh, at no point have they ever gone out and say hey motherfucker we are the teenage mutant ninja turtles no they're really fierce on this pg rating Mm. the kid (laughs) dropped the (laughs) (laughs) they are from new york so it would be appropriate oh yeah if they're from philadelphia they wouldn't be good guys Mm -mm. No, they'd be robbing people. They'd be addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And robbing people. And boxing. Yeah. And they'd have, like, and they would use, like, uh, all of their weapons for, like, home appliance shit. Like a machete on it for as a coat rack or something. Leonardo using the <laughs> fucking katanas for <laughs> cooking meals. Teenage methed out Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Uh, they're not really mutants. Uh, uh, tweakers in a half shell. <laughs> they're just hallucinating. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're just sitting in a corner <laughs> thinking <laughs> all this is happening. <laughs> scratching themselves vigorously. Uh, yeah, so this was written and directed by Kevin Monroe. Mm-hmm. It was a animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, overall, pretty good. Yeah, it's really solid. I gotta say, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed this one. Never seen it before, yeah. and now uh, I'm happy I did. Yeah, it uh, is in universe with the other mm-hmm. three. Yeah, um, or at the very least, like has it shares continuity with like uh, like Broadstroke stuff. Totally could have happened back then. So. Oh, they have the scepter. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe maybe these guys were involved in a better movie <laughs> yeah. in their world. So, uh, I just want to dive yeah, let's go right, right in. Yeah. This breezy hour and 20 fucking five minute yeah, movie. This is, this is wonderful. This is a nice, solid watch. Yeah, this is uh, a good time. But it starts out on a bad foot. Uh, I say we get uh, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne uh, with the intro recap mm-hmm. of the the Ninja Turtles and they're running across rooftops. Yeah, looking like cool. four four brothers, mm-hmm. the Ninja Ninja Brothers, yeah. the ninjas and their brothers. Yep, in New York and their brothers and their ninjas. And they fought their their sworn enemy and the Shredder. And you better breathe this in because he's dead. <laughs> he's he's fucking, never showing up again. Yeah. He's gone. Dropped a fucking pier on yeah, him. Yeah, Casey Jones crushed it. Well, yeah, well, Casey, no, yeah. they dropped a fucking pier yeah, on him. He's a dead. Pier on him, yeah, or he dropped a yeah. pier on himself. No, they they lured him in. I, it doesn't matter. The pier <laughs> dropped. <laughs> the pier killed him. The pier one imports. <laughs> the pier one. Yeah, they dropped a whole fucking home goods store. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been in one. Uh, Are they don't. still open? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah, all right, Ninja Turtles. And then it just goes into yeah. 3,000 3, years, years ago. <laughs> and then they start dropping all of this, like, A lot plot of stuff. stuff. Yeah. It, like, this is really when, fast. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. It's really fast and kind of, I, I will say, these the kind of overarching plot of this movie, I feel like, is really clunky. Oh, incredibly so. And, yeah. Like, but the actual stuff with, like, the turtles and their through line is really solid. But this overarching thing, we could uh, we could have done so much more with so much less. Because this is yeah. really complicated for no reason. This is in- immensely fucking complicated. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> it's like, why is this so complicated? So, okay. Are you paying attention? <laughs> Sit down. Strap it, everybody. Got your pen and paper out? Buckle up, buckaroos. Let's fucking do yeah. it. 
3,000 years ago, there was a warrior king who wanted to conquer all kingdoms on Earth. So, to wit, he found the stars of Kikin, which have an unknown power. Mm -hmm. He summoned this unknown power. He known about that power. Oh, he also has a brotherhood of of generals Mm -hmm. with his army. And they're awesome. uh, Yeah, there's, there's, there's four of the brotherhood. And then... He summons the stars of Kikin, mm-hmm. and those unleash 13 monsters onto the world yeah. and also make him immortal, mm-hmm. and they turn his buddies into stone, and the 13 monsters still roam the earth to this day. To this day, they've been roaming around. Monsters. Literal monsters Big to this day. Big off giant killer monstrosities. Yeah, so... Uh, He has to gather up the 13 monsters of Mm Scooby-Doo and put them into a pod and send them back uh, so that he can... Because whoever has the monsters controls the spice and in so doing (laughs) controls the universe. (laughs) Or something. I don't know. It got got really muddied there. But basically, dude got... uh, He got what he wanted, I guess. He got immortality. But these fucking giant monsters roamed around, and his brothers, and I guess, is it one of them a lady? I can't one know. of them is a lady, okay, yes. Okay, so his brothers and sister got turned to stone. Yes, and, and he became immortal, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, this is, uh, we yeah, he needed the- We jumped into a whole different movie for a second. And it's like some weird Highlander meets Gargoyles. I mean, the premise is cool in and of itself, but why does this need to be tacked onto a fucking Ninja Turtles movie? I would just watch this story in and of itself, separate of Turtles. Well, and I also thought it might be better if you didn't just drop all this on yeah, me. Yeah, right like, at, like right at the beginning. This could be something uh, to be like put later when uh, April yeah. can bring this up after some. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else could bring this up, or you could like spoon feed it a little bit throughout. Because Lawrence Fishburne, as great as his voice is, is giving me a fucking lecture. <laughs> He's telling me <laughs> a whole history of a timeline that I have nothing like. This guy named Yautel, and it's just—it's so very like you can't Lord of the Rings it right out of the gate. Like, ha- like a minute after introducing me to fucking turtles. Yeah, it's just like, hi, here are hobbits. Now, if you'll excuse me, this is a dramatic reading of the Cimmerillion. Yeah. Like, whoa. Or even Can like, we... okay, or uh, this is RoboCop, and now we're going to jump two minutes in right after Alex Murphy's been murdered into the Shire. Yeah, <laughs> well, I just thought, like, just a complete lore dump mm-hmm. of all, like... No, it's, it's just really, like, whoa. It, it took me out of it, and I remember, like, yeah, I thought I liked this movie, but, like, this opening is, like, this is too much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I really don't need is. all of this. Yeah. Well, this is... It's a lot. It's all information I- here that for... can be, like, divided up and peppered throughout the movie instead of all at once in a big chunk. Yeah, I'm here for 13 to 19-year-old mutant amphibians. Mm-hmm. As ninjas. Ninja. Yeah. Like... I expect them to fight a rhino or a, or a you know a mutant brain testicle. <laughs> yeah, we never we still haven't gotten to that or a, a, a human fly. Yeah, 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 or Shredder. I want to see Shredder again. No, he's dead. Yeah. They dropped a pier on him. Yeah, the pier, the pier, uh... the pier one imports. <laughs> the pier defeated Shredder. Yeah, it's. Is outstanding among his peers. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so um, a lot, of, like that—that's a lot of the the opening. Yeah. Now, all right, now let's go to South America. Now let's go to Central America. That's it too. Yes, uh, where, like, yeah, after all of this, and like the you know the planets will align again. The opening of the portal from the stars of Keegan. Okay, are we good? We're good. Central America. (laughs) Here's Belize. (laughs) All right, everybody. Wow. (laughs) We're just hopping all around, aren't we? It's just like, what? Why are are we here? Why? 
our, our, is well, New York not good enough? But we I, find out we, there is a reason why we are here. Well, they're El Jefe and robbing the town <laughs> for protection. <laughs> that is so funny. His name is El Jefe. Yeah. They call him Jefe. Yeah. No, the one guy calls him Jefe. Yeah. He's, he has, like, a, in the credits, he has some other actual, like, title. But His name is <laughs> The Jefe. <laughs> the way that guy said that when he ran away was so funny. On your own, El Jefe? And I was like, that's El Jefe. <laughs> that guy is El Jefe. And, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, well, if you'll excuse me, we'll be robbing this pissant village. Have fun with your thatch roof cottage, loser. <laughs> I don't think they're thatch roof cottages, but... <laughs> they're, like, damn near. It's, like, you know, it's one of those poor rural villages and the, the many multitudes of Sandinistas or whatever uh, the hell. stuff is going on, so it's a bad scene. So the, the guy takes, like, a necklace, and they take all the supplies in the... In the town, and then they are supplies. <laughs> supplies for our whatever effort, and uh, they are eventually stopped and uh, by a log. Yeah, They're rolls downstairs. <laughs> it's log. It's log. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> Everyone loves a log. Uh, I just uh, the commercials in my head. <laughs> Okay, oh man, what happened next? Uh, oh, the the log. They're like, oh, and the the jefe is just like, well, get it off the road. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't belong in the road. We can't drive with a log in the road. And uh, and they're ambushed by a mysterious figure. Yeah, it's, it's Leonardo. Yeah, it's Leonardo. And uh, yeah, they run off, and they're like, you're on your own, El Jefe. And El Jefe is <laughs> like, I'm fat and lazy. <laughs> I think I could beat this mysterious man in a knife fight. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't. No, no. He has a machete, yeah. and the machete is not good against two katanas. No, when it's a fight between a machete and a katana, katana will and, often win. And so Leonardo and, just straight up murders this guy. Yep. That's, that's his ninja code. <laughs> yep. That's how he's learning yeah. to be a good leader. He is the Hefe. He he's asserted himself. He has become the Hefe. <laughs> I have become the new Hefe. I have become Hefe, destroyer of village. <laughs> and he returns the the jeep with all of their goods and throws the necklace. And so I was like, look, it's the ghost of the jungle. And then he disappears. Yeah. And then the kid's talking to April O'Neil. And she's like, I swear to God, he was up there. The ghost of the jungle, I says. And uh, he was really green like this. Yeah, he looked quite turtly. Yeah, April O'Neil doing reporting, which is not something she does anymore. Yeah, that doesn't pay well. Or is she? No, she's she's gone back to her other love, antiquing. Antiquing. Yeah, so I guess. Well, I guess uh, archaeology, which isn't just antiquing. That's antiquing plus. <laughs> it's it's just it's, it's intense. It's intense. Our yeah, antiquing. Yeah, the same way Warcraft is antiquing. <laughs> Indiana Jones is intense antiquing. Extreme antiquing. At some point, we cross over into antiques and become archaeology. Where is There's the a point. line? <laughs> we found it. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, oh, this is my antique base versus this is my archaeological base. <laughs> There's a point. It's a finite point. Oh, <laughs> now I just want to see like an antiquing version of Indiana Jones. Uh, I want to see the archaeological roadshow. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is a uh, death trap. Oh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna throw sand on the what we think is a illusion. All right, yep. <laughs> no, <trap>. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, clearly not a trap. See this? Trap uh, this is isn't gonna be worth. <laughs> it's gonna be worth shit. Like it wouldn't kill anybody. You can just walk across it. Not gonna kill a fucking soul. Get out of our show. Ha <laughs>
<laughs> Real fucking letdown. We're honest. Uh, trap. Anyway. Get the fuck off PBS. <laughs> oh. All right. So, so anyway, April, April decided that she uh, needs to find the ghost of the jungle. So she walks out into the middle of the jungle and falls right into him. Yeah. Yeah. He is in a hole. Mm. The hole of the jungle. <laughs> the jungle hole. And he drops in and he's just like, oh, he dropped into my house again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and that's she... right. It's like a cave, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, oh, it's good to see you, Leonardo. And he's like, did you come all this way just for me? It's like, no. Not at all. Actually. I just wanted to fly, actually. How convenient. Stone statue. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're here. Let me relay all of the things that's happening to your other brothers while you're on a vision quest. <laughs> he's not a vision. He's, he's not becoming... like chewing peyote and doing <laughs> Yeah, he is. He, that's just what he's doing. It's all to help him become a better leader. The best way to become a better leader is to go off on your own. Yeah, do drugs and just do whatever in the, in the fucking jungle. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. You just be. That's how all the ancient that's Japanese... That's how I became a better they, leader. Yeah, I just did a whole bunch of ayahuasca. <laughs> Makes me more relatable. <laughs> Makes me down to earth with the kids. Oh, I'm sorry. I was really high on that ayahuasca. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, he's... Uh, what, what, what have the turtles been up to? Uh, Donatello is uh, tech support. Mm-hmm. He's got a job. He's good with support. machines. Yeah. Uh, Mikey is a party clown. Oh, he is not a clown. He's Cowabunga Carl. <laughs> He's a fucking He's clown. He does kids. He does kids parties yeah. with an oversized turtle head. Yeah, which I thought was a uh, was funny. pretty neat. And he Very just Mikey. gets the gets the shit beat out of him mm-hmm. by children. Yep. And, uh, Raph is fucking badass. Raph becomes the night watchman, mm-hmm. the sworn protector of uh, the the watcher. Yeah, the night watchman. Night watchman's not all other guy. The the night terror. The night the night the night dude. The night night man. The night fighter of the day night, man. Night dick. Yeah, he's uh. Does the whole vigilantism, and they're like, "Oh, we don't know what he does. He just sleeps all day and works all night. Mm-hmm. And it's just a general, like, unlikable dick." Yeah, because <laughs> the turtles have to work for their money so that they can afford the sewer. They afford pizza, probably. Yeah, or their van or whatever. Just. I like the idea of Mikey becoming like a licensed business owner with the city. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to go fill out paperwork and shit. (laughs) And become, like, an LLC. Mikey's, like, actually has a lot of business acumen up there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, uh, he has foiled a bank robbery. uh, Because it's a perfect plan for robbing a bank. See, you take everything, and then you blow a hole in the side of the building because they don't have doors. Mm -hmm. That way, (laughs) you get out quicker. You got a getaway van, and then you blow a hole so that you can get to the van. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you could have brought the van closer. No, the... no, it's silly, right. it's dumb. But uh, one of the guys is very happy to get a toaster, and then the leader of the gang <laughs> congratulates his work ethic, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, like yeah, you're going places, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got a free toaster, boss. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? And the night watcher, like, just kicks the shit out of all of them. And then the one guy tries running away with his toaster. Yeah. And Raph ain't having that. Nope. And so they hang him upside down, and the cops are like, ah, he's stealing our wick. Yeah. And, uh, well, then what happens? Well, then we get to see Cal Bunga Carl come home from another day at the oh, shift. Oh, yeah. Backs in and then goes to, to the sewers and then... <laughs> Has a pretty sick skateboarding sequence it, through yeah. the sewers. That was really cool. I like that. This is one of the nice things that we were talking <clears throat> just before recording. Like, at least for me, like, this is, like, 
the animation is one of the best places for characters like the turtles because you have the you can do anything and so they can move as fluid and as dynamically as they need to for the for the concept to work right because that's what makes the concept so interesting that they're ninjas and they're turtles and turtles are not fast but these guys totally are so well it yeah and it Compared to the first three movies, like this entire sequence here yeah. is just so much more dynamic well, yeah. than anything they could ever do. Exactly, and it's 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 phenomenal, and it's a beautiful looking movie too. I love the animation in this movie; it's gorgeous. Yeah, it has a very unique style all its own. Mm-hmm. And my only real complaint is that uh, Karai and April look exactly the same; like they don't have any. Oh yeah, they just kind of have different hair. Yeah it's that that's the one thing where it's like they don't really mm-hmm. it feels like they nailed the look on all the other ones on everyone else has a very unique look but april and karai look like they could be like sisters yeah which is weird um but yeah the the entire like look of it it has a very i, I don't really know how best to describe the the art style it's very modern yeah and it's very it's i don't want to say cartoony because that might have like a negative connotation but it has a very it has it's it's really cool i really like it uh it works it works really well and the the color palette they use is just great and it It pops and just the 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 look of all the the setups like the turtles uh sewer home and like even uh, the home of the Max Winters character later, just really cool looking. I just the the design of everything, spot on. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, also, very well uh, voice acted. Oh yeah, got uh, as some well. got some good heavy hitters, and uh, you got Nolan North as Raphael, and James Arnold Taylor as Leonardo, who'd probably be the most famous voice actors that people would know from like right now and uh yeah sarah michelle geller's april o'neill mm-hmm. uh, casey jones is here it's chris evans yep. chris evans patrick stewart voices the aforementioned max winters and then you got uh mikey kelly as michelangelo and mitchell whitfield as donatello yeah, Donatello gets the least amount of screen time, Mike, I'd say. I'd say Mikey and Donatello get kind of the short stick. Because there's like a main emotional arc between Raphael and Leonardo that makes is probably like one of the strongest points in this movie, I would say, that makes it stand out amongst all the others. Yeah, they kind of, the, the entire theme of like brotherhood and family, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, happens a lot, mm-hmm. actually, in the in the whole grand scheme of things yeah. but yes but not like so specific like between the i don't know i felt like it really came to a head in this one for the two like and we haven't mm-hmm. really had like a lot of screen time for just solely that kind of uh, uh story so the other two are gonna have to get the short stick unfortunately <clears throat> yeah, i thought donatello had the long stick ha well thank you well said so yeah, it's a uh, Michelangelo pro skater as he goes through it, gets a gets a sick combo until he hits a fan, breaks the combo, falls down, uh, to the sewer hangout, and then just watches TV. Yeah. Because uh, nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. In, uh, well, they're basically the retired. They don't uh, uh, fight crime really. Uh, have they? Like they, the pier beat shredder. So you know that's that's a, uh, yeah. Star. Yeah, they they solved past crime. Yep. Um, they stopped an arms deal in a feudal Japan. What a change! Nothing. The course of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Well, <clears throat> man. Yeah, because at one point we do see kind of the wall of uh, trophies of past adventures in this movie, and it did. It made it, like, kind of nice that, like, oh, hey, yeah, because we just watched all of them. So, of course, seeing, like, the TGRI canister and the scepter, even though it's fucking useless. <laughs> like, yeah. Eh, but. And Shredder's helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, 
they're watching the 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 TV and they, uh, have a, like a bigger. It's a different kind of set or not set really, but a different sewer hangout because it doesn't have the subway yeah. car. But Out of the I subway. like the look of it. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It fits. It fits the you know the world that they're going for. It's just like it's because you got to have a cool hangout when you're the Ninja Turtles. You know. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, they have arcade cabinets in there. Yeah. They got uh, a half pipe. Mm-hmm. Like a t- Splinter has a his training own, like, area. Yeah, his own yeah. dojo. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, speaking of Splinter, a bit of a upgrade on the voice actor. Yeah, Mako. Mako, yeah. Almost yeah, forgot to mention him. Yeah, and he's also even though by this the point that uh, Mako was recording these lines, he was by about near the end of his life and you can you can kind of hear it sometimes you can because he doesn't because for people who don't know well the place that they might have heard uh mako the most would be samurai jack he was the voice of aku the or uh, i was gonna say uh avatar yeah the, the last all, airbender yeah. i've never watched Av- last airbender so you're really missing out i know that's what everybody tells me but i'll get to it when i get to it but yeah so Mako, legendary voice actor in his own right, and a perfect choice for Splinter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way better than three. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah. That's uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, just more like we gotta wait for Leonardo. He's coming in his own time mm-hmm. to be like he set him on his own to become a better leader. Yeah. Which is the core of the t- the tension because Raphael is uh, very Raphael about it. Yep. Uh, about like you know, well, crime never sleeps. Yeah, so I gotta keep going out there. Like, that's why he's vigilanteing, cause you know can't get a real job. No, you know, you gotta you gotta do what his his talents are best suited for, which is you know being the the night watcher. Hmm. Um. So yeah, just then uh, we got a shipment of a of an old stone general. Hmm. Stone wall. <laughs> Look at him getting carted up there like a big stone wall. He loses his arm. Yeah. They bury it. Um. Yeah. So April is uh transporting the the stone statue and calls up Casey because that's what Casey does now. It works for April. Oh yeah. And uh. Yeah, they take it to our. Uh, our villain. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't, you know, be, be what well, we would assume to be our villain. The guy who is played up to be the villain, but then there is a twist near the end. Ah, yeah. But yeah, he's uh, Max Winters, yep. uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, it's got all this like old stuff yeah, in it. Cool historical uh, treasures and. Artifacts vases and that are <laughs> propped up Jones. to fall. Like, why would you do that? Uh, yeah, he knocks it over, and then the whole place goes into lockdown. like a super alert, super lockdown. And uh, yeah, he's like, "Oh yes, this is the fourth general. I have a whole set. Mm-hmm. I've collected them." Now. <laughs> it's to which years. I thought, like, why did you lose track of them? Yeah, like his, his statues of his brothers for 3,000 years. I mean, I get it. Like, it's a lot of time. Stuff hap- shit happens, but, I mean. You just kind of left him hanging? I guess. Well, I guess he also had to be waiting till the next time that the Keegan star system, whatever, would align. Yeah. In order to break the gargoyles curse on yeah. his, uh... so because I as as we mentioned before, I think I can't remember. Fucking if you get all the monsters near the portal when all the stars are aligned, uh, curse is broken, immortality gone. <clears throat> yeah, or you could send more monsters through and yeah. have an army of monsters. Yeah, one or the other, you know. As you do. As you do. And, it's, and uh, those it's, monsters are also immortal. Yeah. They've been roaming the earth <laughs> Three forever. 3,000 years. Cut, like, never brought this up before. I guess they've been hiding out. Um, you know, I thought the uh, route that they were going to take was that they'd be more traditional monsters. Like, what would be Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. And, and, like, a Loch Ness monster. Yeah. But they're not. They're and, all a bunch. Of, well, they're kind of. They're a weird mix because one of them's like a Cyclops centaur thing. Yeah, one's like, one's a, like a little, little hellion, yep. little skittles, hobgoblin. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and we see one too, because yeah, he he hires uh, Winters hires the rem- remnants of the Foot Clan for stuff because she just shows up there and like, oh, if you're gonna kill me, make it quick. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, we we take odd jobs now as the Foot. Yeah, it's fun. We really don't have any uh, any direction now that the Shredder had a pier dropped on him. Yeah, you know, before we used to steal electronics, and now <laughs> we do nothing. We're lost without him. We really. have no goals. We're aimless. A ship without a <laughs> sail. <laughs> form without form without anything. Guide us, oh winters. He was, uh, Shredder was our guiding star to casual consumer crime. Please, Edgar Winters. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's like, well, be uh, there'll be some guests. Go greet them. Because I, I guess they know that he's going to open the portal Highlander style. So they all go to New York. And uh, at uh, a building that has to be a famous New York building, but to me, look like Norman Osborn's place. Uh, we see like a gargoyle, like a monstrous gargoyle. Oh, yeah. To drive home the 13 evil... Evil, evil, evil monsters. Mm-hmm. Are are they evil? I don't know. I'd say they're evil. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I can't. I mean, given what they what they do and their proclivities throughout their entire interactions with all living things, I'd say that they're monsters. Well, not all monsters are evil, though. Yeah, but these guys are. I mean, some of them are just Grover. <laughs> yeah, some of them eat cookies, but these monsters whole different whole different uh whole different thing the completely different street mm-hmm. yep mm. they're in a whole different town um yeah so the night watcher is on patrol again it's the same guy who's out on bail from that bank robbery mm-hmm. and he's holding up a convenience store the guy's really dedicated <laughs> to get that money he's, he needs oh you know he's gonna he's, his daughter's very sick she's very, very sick. <laughs> it justifies everything i do <laughs> daughter's really sick she's very sick <laughs> it's just yeah um and like hey this guy again and who should show up but casey jones let me tell you about our new best friend <laughs> casey jones casey jones, casey jones. <sighs> and yeah he's like come on Come on, Raphael, get out of this stupid getup. Because he's in a, a whole, like, armored mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, well, he looks with, like, like an armored turtle. I mean, his back totally gives away that he's a turtle. Yeah, he looks like an armored Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a cool uh, look. I'll be fair to the Raphael. Would make a great al- uh, alternate costume yeah. in a video game. Yeah. Um, but he's just like, yeah, I I know who you are. You look like a turtle, and none of the other ones would do this. Yeah, <laughs> you're and, the only yeah. one crazy enough to do this, Raphael. Thanks, Chris Evans. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> His accent's fucking atrocious in this. It's I, really. It, it's Chris Evans talking like he's from fucking Staten Island. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they like bond um, after they they defeat the guy, and they have a whole like, yeah, you're the sidekick, you're the sidekick, like you're both sidekicks. <laughs> Everybody's a sidekick. Um, but yeah, it's the they kind of talk about how Raph's upset mm-hmm. of uh, you know Leonardo's gone, and someone's got to you know crime never took a break. Yeah, and then we pan over to Casey, and he's just like, "I don't know, I we're doing like intense antiquing now." <laughs> I, you know, April and I, she wants to, she wants to settle down. I don't know about it. I kind of want to just walk around, be shit, people, beat people up with be a shit people. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah, I can't really talk because of what I don't learn too good. Uh, and uh, fucking Raph is uh, asleep. It just, he doesn't give a shit no. either. He is Nobody just out. cares, Casey. Mm-hmm. But enough about that, because uh, Winters has awakened the generals. He's broken the curse. He's moved the castle mm-hmm. to New York City, and now they in the in the nighttime they are awakened. 
They have little devices on their chest, which I thought would play into the big finish of the movie. Yeah, I didn't actually know what those did. I was like, did they just bring them back to life so they're moving Uh, stone? I guess, maybe, right? I don't know. Um, I... I thought that would be the thing. It's just like, well, hit the things on the chest and they break and then they turn back into stone and then you're done. Nope. No, they never do that. Um, yeah, so the, the four generals have awoken. I'm sure they have a name, but they never spoken. No. Uh, one's like... Uh, one's voiced by just... Kevin Michael Richardson. Yep. The main, the main bad guy the... general. The yeah, others don't a... talk much, really. No, like there's one of them's the lady. Yeah. One of them has like a jaguar over his head, something like, like as a headdress. Yeah. And then the other's like a huge brawler-looking dude. Yeah, with like a a double like Darth Maul sword. Mm-hmm. They look cool. And, th- and then there's a fourth one that I oh that's like a fat one. That's what I meant, like the big brawler-looking dude. Oh yeah, and then the main guy. Yeah. That's that's the guy I thought you meant was the brawler. No, no. Like the huge brawler with the huge, huge arms is the brawler guy, and then Kevin Michael Richardson's the guy you're talking about with the double sword. Yeah. Um, Aguila, I think he, I think Max calls him Aguila or Aquila. I'm gonna know. have to take your word for it. I can't yeah. Remember. Uh, but so yeah, they're they're mobile now, and so uh, Max orders them to go go monster hunting for me, my dudes. Yeah. To which they should respond, fuck you, you're immortal. <laughs> yeah, why haven't you got to get the money? Why do you get to just sit up here in your big tower drinking fucking champagne and with wait your... on us to do do shit for you? His big tower, which has this really cool like idea that his office is a giant elevator yeah. that keeps moving up and down that the tower. Like, this Awesome. Wildly impractical, Super but very much. cool. Yeah, what a way to show <laughs> off your power and opulence to the city of New York. Well, no, no, I don't like how the view is on here. Let's uh, move down a let's floor. Go. Oh, I want to. You know what? I don't want to use the elevator. I want to like get out of my office right at street level. I think I'm going to do that. You can, uh, if you're Max. I want to. I want to be the elevator. Yeah, it just keeps going like up and down. It's pretty neat. Like his whole office. Yeah. yeah cool concept yeah but yes wildly impractical wildly impractical (laughs) uh and uh yeah just then though leonardo returns on the like he apparently caught a ride with a airplane and he's on the landing gear that was a cool shot that was wicked and then he jumps off and then hang glides a little bit yeah before Deciding, uh, I live in a sewer, (laughs) and and just swimming, because turtles can swim. Citation needed. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, he he returns home. Uh, Raph is... Salty. uh, Fucking, yeah, 23 flavors, (laughs) and all the guy chooses is salt. (laughs) It's fucking... Raph, come on. I know that's like... Part of your shtick is having a chip on your shoulder, but you're, you're like chipping so hard you're fucking nearly falling apart. I, uh, there's sometimes where I feel like Raphael is just like has a massive stick up his ass well, he keeps constantly. Doing this, like he keeps yeah. like separating himself from the other turtles, and then fucking you know, oh yeah, I'll come back around. Uh, I did feel like that there was a, a feeling of like a resolution to that by the end of this. Um, yes. To the movie's credit, uh, and, you know, like they, it's it's played well enough. Like Nolan North does a good job of giving them, like elevating the material, so it's not like, oh my god, it is one of those things. Like when you look retrospectively at his behavior, continuity-wise throughout all the movies, it's like Jesus Christ, Rap, get your shit together, <laughs> fucking just fucking calm down, yeah. just. Oh. Chill, dude. <laughs> but like, yeah. Be more like Mikey. Yeah. He's a party dude. Yeah. Mikey's so chill that we have to see if he's still alive half the time. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're cool but rude, and I need you to just drop the rude. Mm-hmm. Harshen our fucking buzz, Raph. Yeah. Seriously. Fuck's sake. 
yeah, so uh, Splinter gives Leonardo a medal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, champ. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Like he's a fucking Boy Scout. This is your leadership like, badge. He didn't even, like, have an objective. It's just like, <laughs> fuck off to South America. Yeah, yeah go. Come back when you're ready. Yeah, that's so broad. Like, You'll know. Train. Train to be a better leader. With what? How? What? what By we... yourself. Yeah. Get at it. Like, Splinter was supposed to tell him, like, no, you're supposed to lead those rebels to overthrow <laughs> El Jefe. Like, he's, he's a huge problem. I see it on the news all the time. I thought I figured I could do something about this. <laughs> I figured since everybody here is stopped fighting crime, you might as be of so, well be of some use. Send you to South America to assist the rebels, but no. <laughs> like, yeah, send him to South America to assist the rebels. Splinter <laughs> is Ronald Reagan, <laughs> and you're gonna trade all that for help. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, Leonardo, I think. Uh, it's always, it's always morning in the sewer, <laughs> even in the afternoon. In the evening. <laughs> like, oh god, I, I, I don't know why. Why did you do this? Why didn't you give him a goal? <laughs> yeah, why did you, or a book or something to, you know, some sort of direction? Oh man, like, yeah. It literally is just one of those things that is for story to give Raph and Leonardo something to argue over. Yes. Because he never justifies, <laughs> like, Splinter is so much better of a character that he could justify himself, but he never does. He doesn't have to. No. He's too busy watching Gilmore Girls. That's awesome, though. That was, I would be watching my stories. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> He's just drinking his tea. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, yeah, he forbids them from fighting until they're a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. This order is promptly ignored. <laughs> Always. At the first <laughs> drop of a hat. So they go up to a roof and they're like, all right, well, let me show you what I learned all by myself in Central America. <laughs> this is called a punji pit. And uh, yeah, then they see a commotion. Mm-hmm. And they like, well, well, let's go investigate. They run across a crane onto a, a building being constructed, and they come upon the foot fighting a monster. Yep. And they're like, oh, we're just gonna watch. Right. Like, I don't. We don't have to get involved yeah, with this. Fuck them! It's the foot. We don't help the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would we do that? Let's well, just yeah. They're kind of like yeah. We'll just watch the show. And uh, yeah, the monsters immediately like. Defeats the foot, and the foot notices the turtles are there, and they're like, not our problem. Mm-hmm. And we have a pretty cool fight between the the monsters, where the turtles are working, again, more as an individual. Mm-hmm. Like, got to do this one at Still a time. Still not learned their goddamn lesson. They never work as a team. It's telling that, like, the way that you treat, teach them how to become a better leader is to isolate one of them. <laughs> well, you know. One of them is better at leadership than the others. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, and they just get their ass kicked throughout this entire fight, which is a multi-level deal, like, because the monster is a, is a big... Well, it looks more like an evil Sully from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, a big kind of blue gorilla-looking thing. I mean, to be fair, I th- I do like all the monster designs. I think they're all pretty cool, the ones we actually get but to see. But why 13? I, it's so many... Five. That's a good number. Are you trying to sell me toys, movie? Maybe they were. That's the only thing I could think of. Because, yeah, that's but... that's another thing that's like, that's such a clunky fucking... We have an hour and 25 minutes, guys. <laughs> like, 13 monsters? That's And they do a montage where they're just fucking snatching those fuckers up. Turtles yeah. have nothing to do with it, by the way. No, and nor do they even understand anything about what is happening till like the end. Yeah. So it, it's a big excuse to get. Uh, we'll get there, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they the turtles lose, and then the bad guys show up in a giant like garbage truck, mm-hmm. ah, ah. and they capture the monster. The generals do. Yeah. 
uh, which gets uh, Karai upset with uh, Winters. Uh, just like, hey, you hired us to show up and observe and report, not to fight monsters. <laughs> that was not part of the deal, Mr. Winters. And and uh, Alex Winters <laughs> uh, says, <laughs> says uh, yeah, you're right. You know, but you'll assist the, the generals. Don't worry, I got plenty of like all this Highlander money mm-hmm. I'm for just, being immortal. I'm just stockpile cash. Yeah. You'd think he'd be like the Kurgan. I think, you know what? Uh, yeah, Dick Winters there is a lot like if uh, the Kurgan was like really just mellowed out well, instead of the Kurgan just continuing to be fucking evil or forever. Even, like the one I was actually thinking of was Vandal Savage. Yeah. Like I'm Vandal. not as familiar with. Well, yeah. Vandal Savage, for people who don't know, DC Comics uh, Neanderthal, who uh, 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 gets near a crashed meteorite, sleeps near it, and gains immortality from the radiation because comics, and becomes mm-hmm. a bunch of famous, not- notable people throughout history. Major villain of the Justice Society and uh, the Justice League. First season of Legend of Tomorrow centers around fighting him. Anyway. But... But yeah, like uh, I just thought of the Kurgan. It's just like a, a race of king of kings, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, like the Kurgan." And uh, but yeah, instead of somebody that just didn't mellow the fuck out, right? Um, no more plans for world domination. Immortality's for suckers. Yeah, I mean, then you're just like, "Oh, it's just this forever." Then yeah, same huh. same shit fucking different era forever for always <laughs> like no wonder he wanted to i like that though i like that he had a a turn you know well and i also like that there's that discord because his generals for as far as i know it's not like they had time to ruminate no his statues they, they just were started like they've been asleep for that entire time yeah so they want to so... be immortal they haven't had the they haven't been humbled by the endless cycle of years yep and then you get to you get to a point and then you're just like oh this is it huh mash is over yep. <laughs> time for immortality to go <laughs> yeah that's all i ever really wanted mm-hmm. i have nothing else to live for um oh yes yep splinter goes and watches his stories and uh yeah then he finds out that they actually fight they fought and he chastises Leonardo a bit for like, you know, yeah. not being a good leader. What else? We get, I think we, we get our uh, montage mm-hmm. of the foot to capture like a cyclops and then a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, they're just capturing 13 monsters as April studies the blade. Yep. She's just in her apartment using a katana, swinging that bastard around wildly. <laughs> you know, as you do when you're doing research. As you do when you're a reporter slash extreme <laughs> antiquer. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the antiquing lifestyle. <laughs> that rock and roll antique <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Raph comes at the comes to the fire escape. Like, Casey, I got to talk to you up at the roof. Mm-hmm. And they come upon the, they, they come upon the foot. Uh, trying to capture a monster and um, Casey knocks over a, a, a ledge rock. Mm-hmm. Like somehow he breaks a piece of the roof off. Yeah, and I it think falls he just was co- like standing on it and it just, you know, decided to break then. It- well, that that apartment building was made by the lowest bidder mm-hmm. and it's just it's nothing keeping it on there. And yeah. Um, and then the uh, they have to fight off the the fucking bad guys and they hole up in a like closet yeah and they trank raf that's mm-hmm. the yeah they hit raf with a trank because that's what they've been using to subdue the monsters yeah because you can trank them but around three thousand years these fucking monsters you can trank them you can trank anybody i suppose you know you know who's easy to trank old people <laughs> Just because they've been around for 90 years doesn't mean they can't go down. (laughs) A lot of experience in this department. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's no business of yours who I murder. <laughs> Got some? Are you are you doing some night watchmaning or uh... <laughs> reaping? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, they've been around three thousand years. Like that's more reason why they could not be. They could totally be tranked. Well, you just think that like something would have killed them by then. Like people would have, you know. Like, well, no, they're monsters. Obviously, I guess that's true. Yeah, you know, what do you, what do you, you think people are going to go out there with tranquilizer darts? Well, you would think that, like, you know, armies would have tried to fight them over the point of, you know, history. Oh, they did. But not with tranquilizer darts. Ah. They needed non-lethal because they're immortal monsters. Point taken. Yeah, they just, uh, I don't know doesn't make any sense to me either but <laughs> fuck it uh yeah so they uh ralph is uh, ralph i have him as ralph here uh he's he's is tranked the and then the turtle. rest of <laughs> i'm ralph Hi, yo, how you doing i'm ralph uh have, the other turtles come by and april o'neill gives everybody an exposition exposition of what has already happened mm-hmm. this, like this is the time when you bring up the fucking 3000 year old battle and shit yeah that's what i was thinking like it would be you know if i didn't know what all these monsters and stuff were Mm -hmm. because yeah having it twice in an hour and 20 minute movie is uh that's a bit much much but yeah april get goes through the whole the whole spiel Mm um yeah it feels weird having her be an archaeologist I guess. Or whatever. Uh, it just... Yeah. Like, you're just Weird not, career change. Or not even, like... Uh, yeah. Not being a reporter is a bit odd. So... But she has to have something to do with the uh, the artifacts, or else how are the turtles going to know about it? I mean, yeah. I get that. She has to have something to do. She can't mm-hmm. She can't just not be in there. Well, yeah. It's like, it would. It sucks, because, like, you want to... She's an important character to the whole Turtles mythology. You want to include her in the movie. But, you know, what the fuck is, like, a TV news reporter going to say about fucking, you know, knowledge on... Uh, you know what I it's mean? It's okay. She's been studying the blade. She can fight off the foot. Yeah. She become, like, a knockoff bride. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Um, yeah, and uh Raph quits. Yep. He just he quits the band. Mm-hmm. And uh Splinter's just like you can't quit your blood your brothers. Blood in, blood out. The Ninja <laughs> Turtles are the crips, motherfucker. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah. You don't quit till you're in the ground. <laughs> uh Raph's like, oh man. I uh, really over- underestimated Splinter's fucking zealousness towards loyalty. Yeah, it's like, you can't walk out. And, uh, yeah, the generals figure out, like, wait, this capturing all these monsters, he wants to send us back. We're being, he doesn't want world domination. Yeah. Uh, he wants, fuck this guy. Fucking this motherfucker. We just got here. Yeah. So they, they turn on him. Mm-mm. And, uh. Ref fights wham, wham a pam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a diner. Yeah. The diner owner voiced by Kevin Smith. Yep. But yeah, in a diner. It's like Little Skittles the monster. Mm. And it's this like kind of comedy fight. Yeah, it's funny. Because like, so it's like jumping around. It's like a little goblin fucking prick. And, like a gremlin. Yeah. yeah. And anytime, as soon as it starts the fight. The song Black Betty plays, and it just made me think that this monster has been going around for 3,000 years, killing people, and as they've died, and it's just ripping their faces off, all they are, their last thing they hear is, Whoa, Black Betty! Whoa, Black Betty! Because any time you know, like, you're in Raph's helm, the song is muffled. And any time yes. <laughs> so anytime he's like crushed by something, the song is also muffled. So obviously that song must play when he is in murder mode. Everybody needs theme music. I, I just love that idea. You know, Black Betty had a child. Yeah. Damn thing gone wild. Yeah. That's it. I think that's all the lyrics. Yeah, I think that is, too. That's uh, the band meeting. It's like, what do we got? I got, <laughs> whoa, Black Betty. Yeah, we can work with this. 
Okay, Wamble Lamp? They'll play it on the radio, right? Oh, yeah. Amber Lamps? <laughs> Ambulance? Ambulance. Yeah. He gets it to eat the smoke pellets. Yep. Because Raph carries smoke pellets. And, uh, yeah, the the diner owner is just absolutely terrified of the guy. Yeah. It's like, you know, take the money. Get out of here. Leave, please. And uh, that's when Leonardo is standing on a rooftop uh, observing the commotion. Yep, and he throws something. And uh, he fights. They fight in the, in the rain. Mm-hmm. And Leonardo just absolutely fucking kicks the Night Watcher's ass. <laughs> yeah, Night Watcher is not a good fight against Leonardo. No, he's like, it just taunts him and just fucking plays with him. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow, this is, I really thought he'd be better. And it's just Raph just getting progressively more pissed mm-hmm. until he just gets uppercutted. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like Leo does not notice the shell. No, I, and like, I was just like, man, all the other turtles are fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, man. He's, oh, there's some vigilante. Yeah. Raph's been, like, up sleeping all yeah. day and, and up all night. Whenever the Night Watchman is, like, brought up, Raph is always like, Night Watchman's pretty good. I think he's great. You guys are idiots. I think he's doing a lot of great work for this city. Like, come on, guys. Donatello Casey's, fucking can't. Casey figured Casey's, it out. <laughs> Casey's the only one that figures this out. To his credit. But yeah, after the helmet gets removed, and he finds out that it's it's Raphael, they fight again. But mostly about the, you know, why uh, Leonardo gets to lead, mm-hmm. and he gets to lead. He says that you know, because I'm not impulsive, I'm not an asshole, yeah. and I'm better than you are, <laughs> yeah. and you know it. Yeah. And he kisses his little pinky ring, <laughs> and the fight is on. And, and is this a- is a probably one of the best fights in the movie oh yeah dare i say it in the whole damn series yeah absolutely this is <laughs> this is great because it has a lot of emotional impact and uh, it, the choreography is awesome and you, you care about uh you care about both these characters and ultimately they both have a point in their argument you know neither one is essentially wrong uh and i will say this too uh this is the first movie that made me go like wow leonardo is really cool yeah, I know, right? Because normally I think he's kind of boring. Yeah, he's kind—he's of, like the Cyclops of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the Liu Kang of Ninja Turtle. Like, yeah, he's—he's yeah, he's just the generic hero. Yeah, it, and it, in my mind, one of the most boring. Yeah, and I, like you know, nothing against the character as—he just was never the most interesting to me. And I like the fact that uh, this movie made me invested. You know. Mm-hmm. And like, it makes sense for especially those two, Raph and uh, Leonardo. Yeah, because actually throughout most of the movie, you can see that Mikey and, and Donatello have a very strong bond. Yeah, and that's why they're <laughs> the most chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, even though the fight is very close, uh, Leonardo gets his swords broken. Mm-hmm. And Rav comes pretty close to... Well, Rav wins the fight and, you know, gets really, really angry and then realizes just realizes what he's done. And so, uh, hoofs it far away from Leonardo in a panic. Yep. And, uh, Leonardo gets captured by the generals who realize very quickly that he's not the monster that they're looking for, yep. but they don't care. Yep. They just um, need the fucking, they're like, ah, fucking Max won't no- notice. Just throw him in the pod. When it doesn't work, mm-hmm. we'll strike. And, uh, yeah, so Raph has to run back to Splinter and, and confess that. Well, at first he like knocks over a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, god, nuts! Uh, god I'm gun goofed oh, up. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck you, free weights." Yeah. He, well, you know he's the angry one, so he's gonna lash out before he, you know, and then Splinter, you know, makes him kneel and tell him what's up. And yeah, and also says like, just because you're my least favorite pupil doesn't mean you're I don't love you as a son. Yeah. You know, you're lesson. you're loyal, you're fierce, you're you have a lot of great you have a lot of great qualities. Yeah. You just but gotta you need to learn how temper. To... <laughs> like you yeah. just gotta chill. Yeah, you just gotta like learn how to temper all of that out. But you know we gotta go save them. Mm. And so that's the um 
they get they get the gang together. So a- they call up uh, April and, and Casey, and Casey suits up, and he's got his own like all black gear this time. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty and, good. Yeah, he does. And uh, April shows up looking like Dayton said, like she's trying to be the bride. Yep. In Kill Bill. Yep. And, Not a bad uh, look. It just that was the first thing that I thought. Like, well, because you got to match. Like, I like the idea that because they match the yellow jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. They got to keep the yellow. That is that is cool. Because I was like, it's just a classic part of the character. You gotta you gotta have it. You know, gotta have that yellow jumpsuit with the it. white boots. It's like Mary Jane. She's gotta have red hair. Not all the time, but yes. Well, yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, they uh, they all suit up and they're they're ready to to storm the tower to rescue Leo and stop the bad guy. So they uh, they go to well, they have Casey drive up as the cowbunk Carl because yeah. Karai is just like, all right, the foot have the the front door. Nobody bears witness. We're doing this thing. And then yeah, she answers the door to Casey's cowbunk Carl. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard you needed entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, now then all of the stars and planets for Keegan, mm-hmm. the stars of Keegan. Yep. Keegan and Peel have aligned, and uh... yeah, Keegan and Kel. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the spell is, is going, but it, it fizzles because it doesn't have all of the monsters. Yeah, one monster short. So yeah, they have a massive courtyard fight. As they try to fight their way through the horde of the foot, mm-hmm. it was a cool fight sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all of them, mm-hmm. like Splinter and Team Turtle. Uh, uh, yeah, Team Turtle. They make their way through though, to the to the entrance, and Casey breaks a vase so that it locks down the area. Mm-hmm. And they they split up. Uh, they have to they have to have a plan. Uh, Winters tells them they don't have the the last monster, and Karai, mm-hmm. to to the credit, actually it's kind of like they, they write. There's some dimensions to this. Yeah. Uh, joins up with the turtles because the the generals are just like, hey, you can join us, yeah. and she's like, I Winters is who I paid the contract for. This is who we got honor yeah, to. So we gotta we gotta help. Uh, also, you guys wanted to fucking destroy the world. That's not cool for us. We can't do consumer crime on a fucking destroyed planet. Exactly. So they no one will need radios then. <laughs> Lots of consumer <laughs> crime. Uh, yeah, so they Casey and uh, April and Karai and Lead Foot. <laughs> lead Foot. <laughs> uh, Not Lead Foot. No, Lead Foot. They all hop into Calabunk Carl's van. <laughs> oh, that's a wicked van. It is. Hey, the turtles have a van. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. They got to go get the last monster as the turtles uh, join forces to fight the four generals. Mm-hmm. And Splinter's just like, uh, Winters wants to join in. Splinter's like, no, no. They got this. Yeah. <laughs> they, can, no, they, don't. they can beat them. And I'm just like, how the fuck do you know that, man? <laughs> You're... You got a really strong opinion of their abilities. These guys are fucking immortal, as proven when they get thrown into the big, uh, the big glowy thing, and they come out unscathed. Yeah, the big portal, and that's when I thought, like, oh yeah, just break the thing, and then they'll go through. But nope, as uh, he mentions, they're the... immortal. Nothing, we're unstoppable. Yep, Team Turtle, uh, just has to come back in with the final monster, with the last monster, yep, chasing yeah. after them, and. The final, I, I, I didn't get a really good look at what the monster looked like, but it basically slide, it trips and slides, and it uh, looks like a dragon it, kind of okay, monster. Yeah, and it knocked the four generals into the portal along with itself, and uh, lo and behold, the day is saved. Yep the the curse is broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winters is laughing as the the as he's finally mortal. And then he turns into dust. Yep. He just he that, thanks the turtles for all their good work. And then, yep, he just evaporates. And Michelangelo's allergic to the dust. Yeah, he, he can't handle it. He gets it in his mouth. And it's, oh, man. Ah, this is, this, he's dead. Yeah. His fairy dust is in my mouth. Ah, tuh, tuh, tuh. 
And uh, yeah, then the his Winters' battle armor helmet is added to the trophy case. Yep. As uh, Raphael's like, can we add the Night Watchman helmet too? Yep. And then Michael Angel's like, all right, let's put in fucking the Cowabunga Clown hat as well. Cowabunga Carl. <laughs> yeah. As they run across the rooftops, and, and uh, Raphael says that they're ready for any adventure. Oh, and before they uh, departed away from the uh, Karai and the Foot Clan, she teased the possible return of the Shredder, I felt. And, uh, yeah, the resurrection of Shredder. Yeah. But yes, and then the movie, we go uh, to the end sequence and we see the turtles running across the rooftops being absolute badasses. Yeah, it's a very cool, like, run as they, like, they're, like, they do cooperative, like, alley-ooping each other up Mm -hmm. and run across, like, very smooth free-run style. The stuff that you really want to see the turtles do. Yeah, this this movie's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's good. I animated movies just really do cert material so well, and yeah, even though the the overarching premise is kind of clunky and unnecessarily complicated. Uh, Thankfully, I, it doesn't get too much in the way. Yeah, it like just, they don't. They kind of just leave it in certain blocks, and then they just do the rest of their story. Yeah, it's. It's really great. I would have loved to see what they would have done with a more traditional turtle story in this sort of animation and style. Yeah, it makes me wish that they could have made an, a sequel to this where we could have gotten the Shredder, you know, and something a bit more archetypically turtles. Which, I don't know, I would like to just see done right, you know? Just mm-hmm. something that just fires on all cylinders with all the classic turtle stuff, you know? Well... Uh, just you wait. We still got two more in this uh, yeah, this marathon. That's true. We got two Michael Bay movies. Uh, yeah, where are you, where are you ranking this? Where uh, are you where are you is, throwing this? This is number one, and then Turtle uh, Secret of the Ooze is gonna be number two, and then the first Turtles movie will be number three, and then uh, we just won't won't talk about the third one. <laughs> the Turtles in time. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put this second. I think hmm. I still think just the nostalgic pop for secret of the ooze, I think is a very strong yeah. thing. I would say that, yeah, this one has more broad appeal, but like for me, uh, secret of the ooze will always just have that special place. And then this one, uh, the first one. And then the, the third one, yeah. uh, distantly lasts. like the first three are all very solid and I'd watch them again in a heartbeat. Like they'd be, you know, like yeah, we'll rewatch them. And the third one, could I? If I never see it again, that would be fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. We could all just forget about it and move on. But yeah, as uh, as I uh, said, we have two more left in this mini marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the two Michael Bay ones the return to live action. So yeah, we'll be returning for that next week. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm Devin Speck. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.